You are listening to the Move Ministries podcast with Director Aaron Keller. Move is a men's ministry of open Bible churches that constructs buildings for ministry all over the world. Each episode, he will connect with people who have participated in our projects and have been impacted by the ministry. They will share their unique experience and how God is using them today. I hope you enjoy the episode. In this episode, we are joined by Cody Reel. Cody is a videographer that lives in Sisters, Oregon. He and his wife, Taylor, have two children. He has been helping me develop this podcast. And once you get to know Cody, he is a blessing to work with. And he he shares today about finding comfort in move. I hope you enjoy. I was sitting there thinking, you and I have been doing this the same amount of time. You started your first move project would have been Papua New Guinea in 2016. It was in early May, May 2nd, May 3rd, 2016. Uh, Yeah. Papua New Guinea. That was a long ways away. Yeah. I'm a doozy for a rookie trip. I'm curious. How did you even get connected with Move? Was it Don Teets reaching out to you, Vince McCarty? Who who reached out to you to get you started? No. It was a roundabout way um, through the art of videography, actually. So Nate Beard used to be like their communications marketing guy. And he had started like a video open Bible videographers initiative or something like that. And it was basically a way to assimilate um, photographers and video people with what move was doing. Um, and some friends of mine, <laughs> my ex-girlfriend's parents, part of open Bible went to one of their big conventions and Nate had this presentation and they texted me like, Hey, we saw this. You, you should check it out. And so I just like co-called Nate Beard and said, Hey, I'm, I'm Cody. I live in Oregon. I go to open Bible church here in Redmond. And I'm curious. And kind of just went from there. He sent me to Nicaragua with Nelson and Tiersa in February of 2016. Um, did some work for them. But then they're like, hey, we got this thing called Move. And a vision evangelized. A bunch of guys that go around the world and build churches. It'd be cool to get a video of them if you want. So I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Two and a half weeks to Papua New Guinea. Sign me up. But a week or two before Papua New Guinea... Vince McCarty requested that I help out with something also in Africa. And it was like a two day overlap to the end of the move trip. And I said, Hey, just fly me out to Africa after Papua New Guinea. I'll help you shoot some stuff there too. So my two and a half week move trip turned into a 33 day open Bible video project. It was kind of like my first big one. So that's how I got into move was actually through the videographers initiative. And I just went to capture it. Honestly, I knew nothing about you guys or really what you did. You, you were married to Taylor at the time, weren't you? Yeah, 2016, we were two years married. Wow. Yeah, so how did... Two years, so about a year and a half. How did she feel about you being gone for 33 days? I mean, maybe she was ready to get rid of you by that time, right? <laughs> well, it's funny now, but what you said was pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Our first year of marriage was... Uh, was rough and so actually looking back in hindsight my trips and being gone was actually probably what saved us because you don't know what you have until it's gone Mm. um 
And so when I was gone, it was time for me to get some perspective and realize who I had and time for her to realize who I was. Um, so 33 days, I think we talked about this a month ago and she said she was laughing because she's like, yeah, when I heard you're leaving on that trip, I was like, cool. I want to see if I can actually live life alone. <laughs> wow. A little, maybe a little, a little dark, but that's just kind of the early marriage rough stuff we were going through. So she was, uh, she was okay with it. She had a full-time job, great job, lots of friends, no kids. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was easier then. Well, I don't, I don't know how you felt the moment you stepped onto the plane. We met up in Los Angeles, right? You were part of the group that met up in LA. Yeah. So I joined up with Jerry Newman and Tony Fredericks here in Sisters. And our local airport was closed for a couple of weeks. And so we drove up to Portland, um, got to know Jerry and Tony. And Tony had his arm cap because he had mm-hmm. like a, just had surgery on his arm. And uh, flew down to LA, and that's where I met all of you guys um, for the first time. I didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. I was, to, to be honest with you, I was actually a little terrified that first trip. It was, I didn't really sleep the night before. I had no idea what I was getting into. 33 days traveling the world to places I had never imagined I'd go to. Um, and being a natural introvert, too, it was very difficult for me to figure out how to assimilate with you guys and figure out the dynamic while also doing a job. I'd been to New Guinea before. So that's why it's like, that was the hook for me, you know, being able to get a chance to go see uh Poi Eka. And, but I, at LA, I sat there and thought, what have I got myself into? Cause I see all these guys hugging and high fiving. And I'm like, you know, yeah. I'm, I don't know if I'm here for this. <laughs> it's just the, they're, the, they're in a club that I don't understand yet. I'm clearly not the one, not part of this team yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's definitely an outsider's perspective that you're like, this is kind of different for sure. Cause I, I don't know about you. I didn't yeah. sign up to be a part of the men's ministry. I just wanted to go to Papua New Guinea and do some work, you know? Yeah, I was the dude with cameras to tell the tell the story of move. I mean, I had no construction experience or plan to do any construction, so it was yeah, a, yeah, it was a different dynamic for us. Well, we know we get on the ground in New Guinea, and the work that was supposed to be done hadn't been done yet. It was hot as hot can get, and mm-hmm. so what. At that point, the furthest away from home you've ever been? Yeah, Papua New Guinea. I think Cambodia eventually would be closer to farthest away from home. But Papua New Guinea at that time was for sure the farthest. I mean, LA, looking at your plane ticket and the 14 and a half hour flight to Brisbane, you're like, what am I getting myself into? This is mm-hmm. this is a long ways away. Yeah. <laughs> so, so your emotions on that first trip, I, I think about you know, that, that experience and being gone 33 days, what kind of things did you battle during the course of that time? You know, honestly, something for me, I've always battled with and not just with move. Um, I was a really shy kid growing up. I mean, so painfully shy. Like my mom has memories of me just in the corner by myself for three hours playing by myself and being happy about it. And, um, all throughout school and college, I just had a, I have like a hypersensitivity to picking up on people and kind of how they're talking or their energy or whatever like that. But I don't know how to assimilate with them or kind of get in the groups and socialize. 
And so to be going away for 33 days with a bunch of guys I don't know anything about, with a ministry I don't know anything about, with a job to tell their story, um, I was really just trying not to panic for the first couple of flights and keep it mm-hmm. together. Um, I was very nervous and just kind of all these personal flaws. And I just really wished I wasn't introverted to have conversations and not, not be afraid about it. Um, and also just being aware of what do people think of me because I'm not working on the, I'm not one of the construction guys. It was the first time that move had a, video photographer guy dedicated to telling their story and Don Teets and um, Dave Bethany, they wanted that. They wanted me there for that, but you got this whole crew of guys that don't know anything about me. Yeah. Um, probably wondering like, why isn't this guy working? Like, why is he just floating around with a camera? I want you to be useful. <laughs> and so I, I was just like being hypersensitive to why, you know, if guys are thinking that, you know, what they think of me um, and just trying to push through that and tell a story and just get to know you guys and the mission and deal with the incredible heat and all the difficulties of, you know, Papua New Guinea. It was just a bombardment of coming to terms with my own insecurities and also just learning the dynamics of, you know, what, what eventually is just an incredible team of guys. Yeah, it was, it's pretty funny from my perspective, me being a new guy also, but watching you with your camera at the time, it was funny. I thought, is this guy stuck up? Like, like he's too good to come talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> like had no clue, but yeah, then in, totally. Argen- in Argentina, you know, we, we get there and you opened up a lot in, in Argentina. And I think we were all comfortable with each other at that point. Right. And so the, the perspective definitely well, we changed. All had shared stories, but all been through. Yeah. We, we've been through Papua New Guinea together. I understood move. You understood move. Um, and you could share stories and you got to look at other rookies who were kind of going through what we went through and it was a different kind of camaraderie, but usually it takes a second or third trip for me to really get into a team and kind of feel comfortable. And yeah, but I don't, that's not a thing on move. That's a thing on me and my personality. It's just always been a challenge for me. Um, ultimately all the move guys from Papua New Guinea. I love them to death. I've been on multiple trips with them. Like I call them my brothers and so it really, you know, as hard of a trip as it was, that was a pretty galvanizing trip as far as the relationships go. Yeah. Um, I, I was sitting there thinking about just now that's been seven years that we've been doing move. Um, how would you say move has impacted you? Uh, for sure. I think move trips by nature. And I think Don Teets and Dave Bethan used to always tell us from day one of like, just be ready for anything. Cause you really can't predict what happens on a move trip. And Papua New Guinea was just a to Z. Everything went wrong. That could go wrong. Um, and it was galvanizing to see also just faith in action with some of these men who have, who have been through this stuff before. We had probably just, you know, three, 400 years of combined move experience on that trip that you get to kind of watch and witness. And it was galvanizing to see the other men get to know them, their relationships, their, their faith. And then also see that in action though. That's one thing to sit around and talk about it or hear it preached or reading a book, but to actually go to a country like Papua New Guinea, where it was straight up third world country and then see their faith in action and then see the results too. Um, that was, 
eye-opening and impressive and something I'd never witnessed before. I mean, my job was there was to witness and to observe. And so it was kind of unique from this, you know, just on the outside looking in kind of, you know, I was part of the team, but I was really watching all of you guys and photographing and filming just to see the evolution of a move trip and how God works in a trip and also works in the men. You know, there's like a, a joke with rookies. There's about the day eight or nine, you know, that the newness kind of wears off and they're getting tired and it's, you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm only halfway. Um, but then you through that and you get to the end. And of course you see the final ceremony. It's just like, I can't wait to do this again. That was so cool. Um, just the, the mental spiritual journey, like you said, it really just brings the men together and then your relationship with God too, which is so cool to see. The way that impacts us as men, I don't know about you, but I walked away thinking, wow, you know, I, I felt challenged. Um, and I think there are several aspects of these trips that really help shape our character in just day-to-day life. I, I think we can both say it's the highlight of our year to do these trips. And there, there are aspects I love about move trips and there are things that I still hate. Um, what would you say is the thing that you look forward to the most in going? Oh gosh. Um, there's a lot of things. I think just my, my, my job as a filmmaker and as a photographer, it's very dynamic. And that's, a, that's something that excites me professionally is to go tell the story of something so unique like that. But now having done, um, I've got five trips under my belt now which is not even a drop in the bucket compared to these other move veterans. It's, uh, it's the guys. Frankly, I get really excited on a trip when we all meet up, whatever that airport meetup is, and you get to see your friends from Washington and, and Iowa um, from all around the country again. And you, it's like you're going into battle together. You know, It's like, hey, we've, we've seen some stuff happen. We've been through some stuff. We know we'll get through this together. It's going to be a big adventure, and we're going to come out of it better. Yeah. Um, I think just the the camaraderie and having these guys who are um, just brothers, that's just really exciting to me. And of course, traveling and seeing another country too is always, always a thrill, but I'm okay if I don't go back to Papua New Guinea. (laughs) (laughs) I understand. You know, it's, it's just a unique place. By the way, Mike sent me an image two days ago that uh, Pastor Mac killed a six foot long monitor lizard in front of the bathrooms on the uh, church property in Thailand. So we have that to look forward That's to. Building the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll I'll send that to you after after we're done here because I saw that I'm like, "Oh, I want to I guess yeah, I want to see it." Um you know, I but I you said you've been on five trips. I I think about all the stories. And there's there's so many unique things that yeah. we've seen and done and I'm curious like when you think of just move in general, what place pops up, what story pops up, what, what thing happened that is usually your go-to? It's a great question. I think when I hear a move, I think I think of Papua New Guinea just because it was my first one. There's so many emotions and the unknown tied to it. Plus also being an EMT for Scott Carroll and some other guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, yeah, I think it's not so much about a particular place as it is just the feeling of brotherhood and camaraderie. 
Um, and a lot of ways too, my pro- professionally as a photographer and filmmaker move was one of those catalysts that every year was a project that moved me to where I'm at today mm-hmm. as a documentary. I mean, I do this for a living now. I wasn't doing it for a living at the time. And Papua New Guinea was a first, it was like a nine minute video I did. And before that trip, I was like, I want to do documentaries. Documentaries fascinate me. And I went to Papua New Guinea and I had to figure it out. You know, I did my best and I figured it out. Once I got that video done, it was like this little spark in me that kind of ignited where I'm at today. And Move was really big in that. It was an opportunity to practice that, to hone that um, professionally. So when I think of Move, think about my professional growth. It's been huge for that. I also think about like, you know, you and, and Dustin Hansen and even Don Porter, I guess, and a bunch of other guys they've been on move trips with that. I just, I really do genuinely love. And I'm just always excited to see you guys again. That's, that's always stuck out to me probably because of the whole introverted thing too, to have a group of guys that I just always look forward to being with. It's, I think it's a first for my sure. life. That's something that's new. Yeah. It's, I, I gotta yeah. tell you, you and I, we'd been talking about the idea of taking you on a scout trip and how that could help promote the trip and, <laughs> and raise funds for the project and stuff. And so you went on your first scout trip with us just this last March. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm curious what you, what you thought of what a move scout trip is like. You're going around everywhere and it's very, as we say in the filmmaking industry, very run and gun, mm-hmm. you know, you, you have a minimal amount of kit with you and you go far and you go fast. Yep. And uh, that's very much what a scout trip was. And I'm such good friends with you and Dave Bethany and Steve Klein. And we had, you know, Jamie and, and Pearl from your church. Um, and so it was like basically a, a field trip with your best friends. Yeah. You know, and you're both, you're all striving for the same mission. And um, I really, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, it was a lot of fun. And I felt like my, my work had a little bit more purpose because it was on the front end of a story. Mm-hmm. And I could tell that story before the project to hopefully help raise funds versus on a full trip. Usually it's after everything's already happened that I tell the story and it's more of like a highlight reel of what happened. So I felt like my work had a little bit more sustenance on a scout trip than it does on um, like a full trip. You, you know, I, I feel that video is the best video you've ever done for move by far. I think I agree, except for the aerial one of St. Vincent. That one was pretty yeah. fun. That was a pretty one. But I think as for like sustenance and purpose, sure. um, I was really, really happy with this one and I'm proud of it. And I really just hope, I hope it does its job. You know, we raise funds and get people to be inspired about this trip. That's, that's all I really care about. Yeah. I, you know, I can see the St. Vincent thing because just from the aspect of imagery in a video, yeah, St. Vincent was incredible. <laughs> I mean, we're, really spoiled but you know thailand the story in thailand is just awesome like to to me you can't really beat that you know i think it's jerry newman who says that he wants to go on a trip where he can create that personal relationship with the local missionaries or the pastors and i think a lot of guys feel that too um but with mike and dara rasavan it was just from the beginning you, you just love them and yeah. throughout the trip, you get to know them better. And it's like, I really just want to come back and help them. And I think a lot of move guys are going to feel that. And I wanted that to come through on the story too. I wanted, 
I wanted people to kind of resonate with them and connect with them and their emotions and their and their love for the country and what they're trying to do. Um, but I'm, it's only what, May May 9th right now, and I'm already looking forward to January going back and and really just helping them out, helping the church out, helping the kingdom out where they live, and also just taking our brothers and kind of showing them, you know, Thailand and just the mission that's happening. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just a really interesting place. I I love going to Asia, and so, well, you know, I'm glad you got a chance to do this with me. Um, this whole podcast thing is a bit of adventure for Move, but I think yeah, it's, thank you. It's, your story is something that men can connect with because I'm an introvert, and I went on a Move trip thinking, okay, how am I going to fit in here, and. Uh, it's clear to me that move is for everyone that just opens their heart to the possibilities of God making an impact in their life. You know, really move is a very simple thing. You just got to choose to go. Cody, I want to thank you for joining us today. I appreciate all you do for us, brother. Yeah, thank you. The move ministries podcast is an earwig entertainment production. To learn more about our ministry or projects, please visit us at moveministries.org. That's M-O-V-E ministries.org.